and killed, almost killed three fifths of the party. So you're welcome. All in all, a good encounter. I forgot we almost got TPK in that room. You're welcome. Then you actually get not killed. I also, I also figured it out. So whatever. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't die at all. I took damage. I didn't die. You were down to three hit points at one point. I was, I was really low. <laughs> Fate was down and ready to go down again. That's what she said. Okay, so Turner. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gimme the Loot podcast, the Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast that thinks it's found a phrase that's just as impactful as cellar door. And while moist flap may have the opposite effect, it still counts, right? You'll be talking about it later. A retching, one or the other, you know, effect is an effect. Impact is impact. My name's Turner. I'll be your dungeon master and host of pre, mid, and post-show announcements, at least until my interdimensional pirate ship finally comes in, at which point I'm off to sail the void seas to adventure and romance. Episode 31, the party starts to ask, are we there yet? And find out the answer is, well, almost, but not quite. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. We sincerely appreciate you making time for us and your busy podcast listening schedules. And a special thank you to our patrons whose investment helps us improve the show and offer even more content. Be sure to hang out after the episode to find out exactly what rewards they're getting besides not having to hear the phrase moist flap more frequently. A quick reminder that Gimme the Loot is not a family-friendly podcast due to a mix of profanity, fantasy violence, gore, and crude humor. Any specific content warnings for an episode will be in the show notes below. And look, COVID is still a issue. So be careful out there. Mask up. Get vaccinated if you haven't already. Get a booster if you're eligible. Get your kids vaccinated. Your care and wellness can impact more than just you or your family. Doesn't take much to be a better hero than the party of five. Here's your chance. So just a quick recap. We're picking up here mid-session with the gang having just finished off Sergeant Croker and his band of ambushing bullywugs and have a few more survival checks to make progress for the day deeper into the swamp. And on that note, let's start the show with Harland as Todd the Tiefling, Andrew as Moyle Mossberg, Jamie as Eldrin Thaneros, Jazz as Fate of Normir, and Anthony as Baba Tunde. Moyle, move on. Moyle rolls a 15 plus 18. All right, very nice. Go ahead and give me another d20 roll. That is another success. Moyle is killing it in his uh, survival rolls. Well, he still almost got us killed. That last encounter was... <laughs> uh, seven. I mean, I think we learned not to just randomly help strangers anymore. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's what... So Fate's asking Moyle. So Moyle, what did we learn? <laughs> you know, I don't remember. It was all over in the blink of an eye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and give me a D100 roll. He still thinks that that guy wasn't that bad. That's what I'm saying. There's <laughs> no clue. 98. Oh, fuck, man. No, no. 98 what? Jesus, okay. Woo! 98 what? I don't, Woo! I don't like this. Okay. Uh, 
Wow. All right. So you guys march past the village and continue deeper in, into the swamp around midday. You know, the good news is, is the, the ground is still firm. You guys are making great time. The ground dries out enough to where you're you're making an excellent pace. You actually managed to dry out a little bit. But then ahead of you, you can see wait, at first you think it's heat distortion because, again, it's it's the middle of the day. It's hot as fuck. It's humid as balls. The amount of swamp ass going down across five different or four different species is truly epic fantasy at its best. But at first, the shimmer in front of you, you think is just kind of that that heat illusion that you would see from a distance. But as you start to close on it, you start to get a feel that that shimmer is something more. And Eldrin, your extra dimensional alarm bells start to go off and you start to, to feel like, oh shit, that is not great. And as you watch in front of you, as if it looks as if fingers were pressing up against reality as if it was is saran wrap like when you're trying to push your fingers through plastic where it distorts and pushes and pushes and peels like like something is pressing up against reality and then slowly a crackling blue tear appears at first as a line and then stretches apart into an oval gapping hole in reality and on the other side you see a let me just roll a d20 real quick to see what the of all the fucking things you could have rolled man oh you see this gaping expanse of a void as these islands drift past and you could swear in a distance you almost see like a pirate ship or a, a vessel of some kind drifting through the inky blackness and, and you know you see it sailing past and then it stops and slows and then pivots and starts immediately sailing towards you guys now it's far enough away we're going to say even accelerating as it begins to strangely accelerate faster and faster and faster that you have a little time to react to this but there is this strange vessel drifting through this void towards this gap in reality in front of you guys quick question do we all gain all our hit points back no oh so i'd roll the hit dice what you doing guys is anyone else uh, we need we need to move there is a running pirate ship or something or something coming at us it doesn't look good fate give me an arcana check you would be the only person who would possibly have an opportunity to recognize what this might be that's uh, a 13 <laughs> uh, it's a fucking space pirate ship fate space pirates <laughs> perhaps ice pirates you don't know it's fucking bad all i know is that we've been accosted by everything we've encountered thus far and reality just ripped itself i'm all for running how about you guys yeah well what if i no, no run running. <laughs> what if i charm them yeah go ahead you you can charm them when you <laughs> boing bounce back to us because we're all running <laughs> we're running could i just is it magical we're running we're running i'm running Elder's running. Because if it's magical, I can dispel it. The four of us take off and leave him there asking questions. Yep. Am I able to wait long enough to bounce back to them so I don't have to run as much? <laughs> yeah. You guys are at a mile distance. So if you want to sit there while they run the full mile away from you and get rubber banded back, we can certainly deal with that. Is that is that what Moyle's yeah. doing? Oh, my God. Okay. Moyle is a dead body's coming back to us, guys. <laughs> a dead body's oh, coming no. back to us. All right. So you guys, uh, you guys are just going to go, right? You're not, you're not going to hang out? Yeah. Fuck that shit. Okay. Fucking Christ. I no. Know. Yeah. I'm not, I don't even want to see it. I don't even want to know. Moyle, Moyle, sees, Moyle sees a ship and is curious because of his boating adventures. Okay. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. He has a legit reason to want to see what this is. I don't like it. <laughs> Go ahead. 
if anyone wants to stay with him, you're my guest, but I'm out. Oh, no. Fate's ready. Fate's gone. We're we gone. All four, all four of you have already taken off. I'm just standing there because <laughs> I am squinting my squinting my eyes to see if I can make out the, the, the name of the ship. Listen, listen. What's that? I'm going to let you know something more. You know you're only as fast as your slowest person, and you know how athletic Fate is. I may be running fast, but we need at least three of us <laughs> running fast. Yeah, while we're at it, then, thank you for bringing that up, Todd. <laughs> Fate, go ahead and give me a... I'll let you use dexterity or Damn. constitution, whichever you'd prefer. Oh, no, I'm sorry. My bad. Athletics check. Damn. Give me an athletics check, Fate. You sure you don't want to give me that, Dex? We're going to say a 15-minute mile is a DC 10 ability check. So, depending upon where you fall in relation to that DC 10, we'll determine what your mile time is, Fate. And that's going to be how much time these guys ha- get to interact with Moyle. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like how you call it interact. When it's, just, it's really gangbang. So let me, let, me, let me ask you this. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me posit this to you, DM. So Phaeton knows he's not an athlete, right? <laughs> <laughs> and as we're just running away, trying to save ourselves from this impending doom, and Fate sees himself lagging behind, what if he were able to cast Misty Step a couple times to save himself from being left behind? How many spell slots are you? Do you want to burn in that effort? Oof. Now, why would you go and ask that question? Um, Because <laughs> what's the max range on Misty Step? It's like 30. 60 feet. Okay, so... Oh, nope, it's 30 feet. It is 30. Yeah, it's, it's short range. Yeah. Fuck. That's not far at all. You don't even want to use that. Yeah, no, it's not even worth it. Tell me how many spell slots you want to burn doing that, and I'll tell you how many, how much of an impact that'll have. But at 30 feet, it's not going to have... I mean, we're talking about a mile here, man. Yeah. No, never mind. I thought, I was, gonna, I thought it was longer than that. Uh, whatever. I'm just going to... The first step on a mile-long journey is the first step. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Oh, yeah. Here's my roll. All right, here we go. Cross fingers, everybody. Mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> strong seven. Okay. <laughs> You're talking about slower than 15 minutes. Well, oh no. So, mate, fate, fate's, fate's running an 18 minute mile. <laughs> No. Right. Oh boy! We need three of us to do to get everyone to come. I mean, you know, you know, Baba probably has it. I mean, we all know about Todd's famous mile. Yes, mile times. As long as the hand, as long as the handies are solid, the miles are quick. But yeah, you know, Todd is the one who said, "Hey, you're only as fast as your slowest party member." So rather than get into the wait, as Fate starts getting left behind, he just yells out to Baba, "Baba, carry me, please." <laughs> Baba, do you? Do you want to uh, pick fate up and carry him? Uh, sure. Piggyback rad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, that works. <laughs> As you get Fate to hop up on your back, a bullywug pops up out of the bushes with a speaking tone and snaps a picture and goes, this one's going on my insta, and then dips back down. <laughs> <laughs> so. Th- things we'll have drawn up later. Th- this one's awesome. <laughs> we'll come back for you, more. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, Moyle, you're sitting there and you see your friends just fucking haul ass in the distance and uh, this ship gets closer and closer. As it does, it starts to take in a little bit more detail. What you uh, originally thought were oars sticking out to the side at first actually appear to be articulated dragon wings, which are operating as some kind of cosmic sail extending out past the side of a, a ship with this big serpentine prow that juts forward 
sword from a deck that appears to be constructed primarily of metal and stone. Since this ship flies through the void, it doesn't need to be wood. It doesn't need to be buoyant. It's magic, motherfucker. (laughs) And it gets closer and closer, picking up speed. And as it gets closer and grows in dimensions, you can see that the entirety of the ship obviously won't fit through the rift. And then shortly thereafter that, your your knowledge of, of, of seafaring tactics tells you, oh, fuck, they're picking up ramming speed. And this thing slams into this rift, uh, breaching through with this grinding psychic blast. So I'm going to need you to first give me a charisma saving throw for half damage. Oh, boy. It was nice knowing you, more. Uh, four. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck. Did that hit? No, that is, is, that is not going to pass. <laughs> Did it hit? Did it hit? Well, oh. a... Uh, Psychic Blast Wave rolls forward and hits you for 33 points of damage. 33! He's dead. There's no way he's that dead. Blasting you back as this wave of interdimensional psychic energy rolls forward as these very tall, long, gaunt creatures carrying these giant silver two-handed swords leap off the deck and begin to advance on you. First of all, 33 HP. Are you down? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, well, we're going to do this real quick. Go ahead and give me a death saving throw. Oh, no. Uh, okay. He hasn't rolled good all day. <laughs> oh, no. So what, how do I roll a death saving throw? Oh, no. Just roll a flat D20 roll. You got to get a 10 or higher. Okay. Oh, boy. 19? Is a 19 hit? That's a pass. That's one. Give me another roll. How, how many does he have to roll? Three. Three. He's got to get three successes or three failures. 18. Okay. Two. That's another another pass. 11. Three. Okay. So good news is you don't die. Your system stabilizes. Now I'm going to roll a quick check for these guys. Can, can we say that he just, uh, that he played dead long enough <laughs> for us to bounce him back? He did not get up. They think he's dead. So he just stayed. Oh. So you're not sure what happens. You, you guys hear this sound as if... A thousand voices cried out at the same time in sudden anguish. (laughs) And there's this, the sound of a vacuum exploding. And there's this wave of nausea, uh, like this tingle that you guys feel. And then about 18 minutes later, a naked unconscious moil pops (laughs) down to the ground next to you as whatever interdimensional raiders uh, had popped through have stripped him for all of his material possessions and clothes and left him for dead. The hammers. <laughs> how much? Uh, how much HP do I get back? You're at zero until somebody heals you, or you guys take a short rest or a long rest. We need a long rest. He's butt naked. We can't take that many long rests within a 24 hour period. Do I? Uh, do I come out like uh, Keanu, like Neo in the Matrix, just like covered in goo and uh, more like? Frank in the Always Sunny episode where he comes to the couch. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You've had your goo moment. Two goo moments in a row. No, it's more like... Like Ace Ventura Pet Detective when he came up to mind. (laughs) (laughs) I guess guess that was in my last Bukaki. (laughs) (laughs) There's this weird bubbling as reality kind of flips forward and you see Moyle get slurped through and you guys can hear a body hit the ground behind you. 
Let, Let the, the body hit the floor. The floor. <laughs> I beat him. We do at the same time. I can give him a potion. Okay. You guys treat more. more. You wake up naked and slightly less afraid. That's good. <laughs> okay. Do I? So I get how many healing points in? Extra healing does what? I had a regular potion of healing. So it's 2d4 plus 2. Oh. You can heal yourself after that. I can't heal myself. I'm too dead, right? You can heal all of us, can he? Doesn't he have? After the potion. Well, after you use the potion. After the potion. So 2d4, so 3 plus 2. So now you're conscious. Right? Yeah. 5. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Enough to bring you back to life to heal yourself. Oh my god, I don't believe Mo didn't. Why didn't you just run with us? I saw the ship and I was curious. I mean... <laughs> I thought they'd say, Oh, another sailor! Uh, and what, what did, did we learn? learn? <laughs> 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 okay. Don't Maybe passing ships in the night should just pass and not connect. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it passed right over you. <laughs> Can I cast a, a healing spell on myself now? Yeah. Well, yeah, you do prayer healing. What are you doing? Do you have one that heals all of us? Do you need it? Yes. I'm still down 13 hit points. Oh, my God. I don't need it. I didn't take any damage. Yeah, you didn't throw an arrow at yourself. That's true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Baba or I'm going to say maybe Todd. Baba and Todd, give me insight checks. 13 on my insight check. 18. Okay. Baba, you just have a natural inclination to not let things go to waste. And although you wouldn't ever wear it yourself the extra sergeant peppers outfit that the bullywug uh, royal had in his cart just seemed like it was going to come in handy later mm. um so i will say that you just picked it up and kind of crammed it in your pack and will you have the bullywug <laughs> uh sergeant pepper suit which would fit more i'll just be a little bit baggy because he was uh he was a little bit fatter so uh it's a blue sergeant peppers uniform so i'm wearing a blue sergeant pepper moyle's wearing a blue sergeant pepper uniform you your, your dick's out. <laughs> well, that's if Baba wants to give it to you. He's got, I'm going to say he picked it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, he can have it. Where did his clothes go? I definitely missed that. The Gith Yankee, after he got blasted back by the psychic damage of them breaching reality, stripped him for all of his goods and possessions and left him naked in the ditch. Oh, while, while he was, I got you. No. That happened like in the first three seconds. And then they had a good 17 and a half minutes or 17 Man. minutes, 57 seconds to strip him naked and roll him into a ditch. Oh, no. <laughs> the hammers, Baggy. Baggy is back at the RV. If ever there was a better blessing for Baggy having <laughs> asked to be left back at the RV. You know, now I'm actually kind of sad Baggy didn't get stolen. I don't trust Baggy. <laughs> <laughs> no hammers. You have no hammers. Mm-mm. You never. He never used them. He yeah. never he, once used those hammers. So I don't have any hammers anymore? Dude, you've got nothing. Your only possession to your name right now is Baggy sitting back at the RV. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is there a way I can get them back? We can track down those. If you guys want to... Go Go to the astral plane. Blink. No. And track down the Githyanki Raiders. Yeah. Blink. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going to use Blink. I didn't realize you would attack immediately and I had no time to do anything. But I'm going to tell you right now, that is only 50% of what I was supposed to do on that. <laughs> that was supposed to be a 10d10 roll. And I went, nah, that's fucking a little hard. I'm going I'm to I'm okay. scale this one down to a 5 d 10 A 10 d 10 better than a 10 d 20 That, that, that would have killed you outright. Yeah, that would have blasted you dead, dead. 
You guys just would have felt Moyle disintegrate. I'm going back for my hammers. <laughs> <laughs> no. They're gone, man. They're gone. Yeah. For the for the rest of the day, he, Moyle keeps walking back in that direction, and you guys keep walking every mile. You just see Moyle blinking back constantly at the mile mark, <laughs> heading in the wrong direction. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I, oh, well, that was so dumb. I don't think Moyle gets to lead anymore. Um, God. <laughs> he, 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 we don't get to switch until the next day, though. He's got to lead. Oh. That's right. If, if somebody wants to start arguing with Moyle about directions, then both of you roll and I take the lower of the two. Okay. Then I don't care. Jesus Christ, Moyle. You got to take the lower, which is the shitty thing. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't think that's worth the... Mm-hmm. Moyle, Moyle rolls a 21 on this survival check. There you go. See? <laughs> okay. Give me a d20 roll because that's the, your third success. 10. Totally redeem yourself. There you go. <laughs> you totally right. You guys travel on throughout the day. The rest of it is somewhat uneventful. As you start to reach the edge of where the ground begins to start to get a little bit marshier, you, you can see the pine groves start to decrease in density and spread out a little bit, and the the, the marshland grasses recede and you guys start to move into a a boggier region and you can see the willows and cypress trees that you first encountered start to reappear as you guys are getting kind of deeper into the swamp Um, and right as you guys reach the end of the day having made good progress the sky opens up and rain comes thundering down so you guys are going to have disadvantage on any perception checks that rely on sight also no fire tonight for your camp and you would have disadvantage on any perception checks that rely on hearing as well. So not a, not a bad one for the end of the day. Well, this is pleasant and all. It's cooling down. However, I do not intend to sleep in the rain. So I'm going to need everyone to step aside. Clear clear some space, please. Clear, clear space. And then fate cast. No. Go- oh, okay, well then Eldrin's <laughs> going to get hit because I'm casting Galder's Tower and summoning a house basically on top of myself. <laughs> Okay. Galder's Tower. I conjure a two-story tower made of stone, wood, or similarly suitable sturdy materials. The tower can be... Okay, just no, don't say... What is it made out of? What does Fate's fucking playhouse look like? <laughs> so, we're going to go thematically. So, we're in the swamp. So, he's taking inspiration for what's around. So, he's going to make it kind of uh, mostly wood, uh, but, you know, mossy and, you know, a little, little boggy. You know, it's, nice, it's a nice, decent shelter for a swamp area, right? Uh, kind of try and waterproof it with, you know, big bay leaves and whatnot. It's on stilts, right? Yeah, of course. If, if not, we'd be flooded out. Okay, keep going. Rolling a few checks. I don't like these rolls. What are these rolls? <laughs> I get dibs on the master bedroom. I get dibs on the toilet first. Uh, Moyle, you will be using the bathroom outside, period. Oh, boy. Come on, I just lost everything, and now you're making a man shit outside. In the thundering, pouring rain, no less. Uh, In the thundering, pouring rain, no less. One, the water will help you wipe your ass. I don't have a problem with that. All my shits are double tapered. (laughs) Two, you're resistant to lightning, so you'll be fine. Just leave your pile of cubes outside. Yeah. All right, so uh, Fate summons a, a nice little vacation rental for you guys to stay in for the evening, yeah. uh, which is a two-story fucking building, which just erupts in the middle of the swamp. But luckily, I rolled dick shit <laughs> for the perception rolls of the things that would have noticed that. <laughs> so the night passes without incident. 
All right, so it brings us to day four. So we have two more days that we have to, to go? At the end of the fifth day, you guys will arrive at a destination, yes. All right, so that was a long rest. So that, yes. now I'm back. Yeah, everybody's back up to full. Every All your spell slots are restored. This is a, a decent long rest. Does, that, does the tower give you any other benefits, Fate? Any other than just being nice and fancy? Not unless I cast it at the same spot every 24 hours for a year. Oh. Well, you know, it is really lovely in this in this part of the, uh, the fucking swamp <laughs> if you want to come back here on a regular basis. What would that do? Uh, if I... Yeah, if I make it, if I cast it at the exact same spot every spot every day for a year, it becomes permanent. Oh, and I can make it taller. And it says we can't take anything out. Did I? Did I get that blue blue shoe deal? No, you did not. <laughs> blue uh, shirt, uh, blue shirt, blue outfit, Sergeant Pepper outfit. Yes, yes, you've got clothes. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Baba said he gave it. So you're wearing, yeah, you're wearing a baggy uh, Sergeant Pepper outfit. What does that make his armor class now? Let's see. Oh, yeah. Also, did I lose? I lost my breastplate, I guess. I lost everything. Javelin. Yeah, it's gone. Everything. You have a Sergeant Pepper outfit and a magical bag of hammers back at your RV. So your armor class is 11. Yeah. Um, and you don't have any melee weapons to attack with. That is rough. Jesus Christ. Maggie will help me out. He's a good guy. Who? Well, I was... How is your bag going to help you here, buddy? Well, he'll conjure at least <laughs> one hammer for me. I know it. Who conjure? What are you talking about? Yeah, out of his uh, out of his gaping uh, uh, plane. What was it? His gaping. Uh... Moyle, who the fuck is? Didn't you carry your hammers with Moyle, you? Moyle, are you talking about the bag that you left back at the van? The Winter Major? He sure is. Yeah. What are you on? What are you on, Moyle? What did you take? Well, I guess they didn't take everything from me. No, Moyle, they took your drugs, yes. Well, I looked in the pile of cubes last night. <laughs> no, they definitely took it. Even if you keistered it, even if you keistered it, they checked there. Everything is gone. <laughs> they, checked, they checked there, too. Here's the thing. Those get the Yankee uh, rolled low on their medicine checks, uh, so they assumed you were dead. That's why you are, in fact, still alive after they stripped you naked. They did take your drugs. Some of those drugs that they took were the werewolf dandruff-tainted cocaine that you got from Brewster McCracken. So there's a very good chance that there are werewolf coked up Githyanki somewhere in this swamp. Oh, boy. <laughs> so just stick a pin in that for a future episode. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. Werewolf Githyanki cokeheads coming soon to an episode near you. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> So, uh, are we going to let Moyle continue to lead us today? I think I think it's time for a change. Nope, nope. He's made, he's showed his judgment skills. I would like to remind you, I would like to remind you all, I told you so. <laughs> Is this, well, he didn't do anything to us. He didn't do anything to us. He rolled well, he's just made poor decisions. <laughs> After that, <laughs> the decisions were where I was worried about. No, he, he's ruined himself. I mean, he, he did lead us into temptation, you know, heroically, technically. OK, he just he you are correct. He did lead us. He led us into an ambush. He led us to a rift in reality that apparently nearly killed him. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And you wanted him to lead us further. I, I'm not, I don't necessarily want him to. I'm just saying. We, we, we voted last time for him. I'm voting against him this time. So I got one for, two against Moyle. Are you voting for yourself or? I, I'm voting for myself. Two, two. 
All right, Baba, you are the tiebreaker. Um, I say we'll have to go with Eldrin this time. Oh, all right. I'm hurt. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Eldrin, give me a survival check. I'm sorry if I, uh, if I, if I don't roll well here. No pressure. You did this yourself. No pressure. You've got plus six, too. There we go. 25. There we go. <laughs> okay. Eldrin, give me a d20 roll. Two. The first survival check is a success. You guys head out and head deeper into the swamp. And like I said on the previous day, it was starting to transition from the pine forest, pine groves, and kind of prairie to more of a traditional boggy swamp. And as you guys travel further and further in, you have to bust out the kayaks, you bust out the canoe, and you're paddling along. And it, it starts to get a little bit creepy. Like, even though it's it's mid-morning, when you guys started out, the sun was bright in the sky, but it slowly starts to cloud over and a fog starts to creep in. And give me a D100 roll real quick, Eldrin. 17. 17 on a D100? Low rolls. Low rolls. He sounded so unimpressed with you. (laughs) Generally on the D100 tables, the very low and the very high are bad. And that's why when Moyle rolled a 98 on that one, it was like, ooh, most of this other stuff was kind of cool. This one is really (laughs) shitty. So for a 17, it kind of gets darker and darker and darker. And even though it's mid-morning, you guys are traveling just in a complete gloom. The clouds have totally covered up the sun. There's this this fog. It, it is supernaturally quiet. It creates just this overall gloom to how you guys are traveling. Anybody without dark vision will need a light source. All right, does anybody want to light a torch for Moyle? I have uh, I have the uh, cantrip light. Okay. What are you casting it on? Myself. Like on what? Like on your head? On my chest. Okay. I'm like Iron Man now. <laughs> yeah, the buttons and epaulets on Moyle's Sergeant Pepper outfit kind of flare into radiance at first, but then they it seems like the area in is sucking the light away a little bit and it dims down. So your next survival roll will be made at disadvantage. Go ahead and give me your next survival roll. But you guys are traveling through this very creepy, very spooky, very gloomy portion of the swamp. So we got disadvantage because of his stupid light? No. No, just the gloom. No, no, no. You got disadvantage because you're moving through the gloom. Oh, okay, okay. Your blind sight is, is very short. It's not great to navigate by. Hold on. I'm trying to see if I have any ranger shit for this. You should. It's a magical, spooky, haunted house gloom. Yeah, it's not my favorite terrain, so it doesn't really help there. I don't think there's anything. What about dispel magic? The trees take on a sinister appearance. You don't see any motion. The streams that you guys are paddling across, kind of dappling with the activity of insects and fish is completely dead. There is just this ghostly silence as you travel forward. So, Fate's scared, so he's just going to go ahead and cast Mage Armor now. Okay, what's the duration on that? Eight hours. Okay. All right, well, I guess uh, I guess we're just going to roll our survival check, right? Yep. Oops, that's not good. No. That's nine. At disadvantage, too, so. Yeah, the second one would have been good. Didn't make a difference. <laughs> Give me a D100 roll there, Eldrin. That is a failure, so you guys are at one success, one failure for the day. All right. 85. Everybody give me perception checks real quick. Mm, 22. 17. 15. 10. 5. <laughs> I'm the only one without some kind of modifier to perception, huh? Sucks to suck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, how big is this guy? Okay. 
I don't like that statement at all. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, that's not that bad. Then I looked and I was like, whoa, this oof, this guy's a little bit rougher than expected. That's what she said, all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Every bit of it. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. Inspiration for Baba. <laughs> Ah, those scamps in their wordplay. That's what she said indeed, Anthony. That's what she said indeed. Announcements this episode. Harlan continues to pop up as a guest on the pop-up film cast, and over on Three Angry Gamers, Jamie is serving up all the video game news you could ever need. Be sure to check them out on those shows. Links will be in the notes below. We are still streaming over at Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. Central. Our schedule's a little bit disrupted because of holidays and availability, so we're just kind of rolling through a few different topics. This week will be a continuation of Feats. No. Sick Fox. No. Feats. F-E-A-T-S. Fucking Jesus, man. You know, it's not that kind of roleplay. We've been over this. So once again, check out the show notes below, hit one of those links, get over there, follow us, check out the video. We do have a new schedule coming in January. And the easiest way to keep track of that schedule and any other update pertaining to the show is to follow us on social media at GMDLCast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That way you can get notifications of when we're going live, any special content that's coming up, and the occasional smart-ass comment when I decide to pop my head out of the editing booth. And hey, while you're out there on the internet, you know, why don't you go ahead and head through the tubes over to whichever podcast platform provides you with your entertainment to rate, review, and subscribe. Like, I know every podcast asks for this, but it really does help our show's visibility and growth. You know, 40% of podcast consumers find a new cast through their player's feed, and your feedback drives those feeds. And hey, Apple listeners, or any other platform that lets you do reviews... Get out there and give us some reviews. We will be happy to read them on the air. On the air. Jesus Christ, dude. I know I'm old and occasionally talk like this is radio and this is not radio. On the stream. I don't know. What is the appropriate? Anyway, like this review from Science Fiend 946039. Fantastic show. This show is a perfect combination of storytelling, humor, and gameplay. The guys don't take themselves too seriously, but still manage to create an engaging world and narrative. So thank you, Science Fiend 946039. I really wish Science Fiend 946038 was more like you, but honestly, Science Fiend 946042 really kind of is my favorite. I'm not going to lie. They know why. Okay, that'll do it. Back to the show. Elder, you can hear something rippling towards you, so you're, he's not going to get a surprise attack on you. As you swivel your head around, you can see something coursing through the river towards you guys, almost a serpentine pattern back and forth disrupting the water. Oh, shit. Where previously there had been no activity at all before this gloom. Okay, so who's in the, who's in the canoe? Bob and Fate. Yeah, Bob and Fate. Mm. Bob and Fate. Mm-hmm. So this 10 foot long snake man erupts out of the water, kind of breaches out of the water and then lands and coiled into the canoe. Roll initiative. It lands in the canoe. Mm. Everyone? 
He's in the canoe. He breached out of the water, leapt up into the air, and landed in the canoe with you guys. 17. 13. You got a 16 for Fate. So, I'm sorry, who was in the canoe again? Fate and Baba. I'm assuming Baba was doing all the paddling and Fate was at the front. <laughs> that's a good assumption. That's a good assumption. I think that's a pretty safe assumption. With a little parasol. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to say boop. Boop. <laughs> Shield himself from the sun. I'll let you guys position where the kayaks were. So, all right. So you guys are in the stream, the canoe with the snake man in the middle of it in between Fate and Baba. Eldrin and Todd, you and Moy, you guys can position where the kayaks were within, I, I would say probably within 15 feet of the canoe. You can put where your kayaks were. You can tell me where they were at. Snake man. Oh. Fewer lakes and the frogman. Oh. Can't see very well. Master of the night. Hey, the, the Moyle don't want none of that anaconda, son. <laughs> oh, sweet Lord Jesus, it's a fire. It's <laughs> 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 <That's> a fire. <laughs> All right, we already rolled initiative for him. So he gets a 21 on initiative, which means Snake Man looks like he's going first. So... All right, man. First thing uh, Snake Man is going to try and do here is capsize the canoe. <laughs> so for his turn, he capsizes the canoe and Baba and Fate are now in the water. The uh, river you guys are in is about 15 feet deep. I'm going to go ahead and say that Baba and Fate can both swim and will be treading water at the start of their turns. But that will be the uh, Snake Man's turn. Eldrin, you're up. Okay. Eldrin is going to uh, try to move a bit farther away. Does the canoe affect our movement at all or no? So I'm going to say the uh, the kayaks have the same movement as a rowboat, which is armor class 11, hit points 50, movement speed 15. Ugh. I'm going to use my hunter's mark uh, with my bonus action and mark that snake fucker. Snake fucker! <laughs> okay, he's marked. Then I'm going to... Uh, Center myself, draw my bow back, and attack. Yep. So I just want to make sure that we're all aware that Eldrin just bookmarked snake fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am a snake fucker. Ooh. But I'm part snake. What did you expect? Ooh. It's perfectly natural. Uh, crit. Crit. Okay, very nice. You guys needed a crit at this point because shit's bad, man. <laughs> shit's bad right now. I'm not going to lie to you. All right. What is it so bad? Wait, wait. Uh, water combat, not good. Constriction, not good. Both of these are in your future. If Should I just roll my second attack anyways? Uh... Yeah, go ahead and roll your second attack and then we'll roll damage. Definitely attacking him twice. <laughs> Oh. Not not as good the second time. Oh, <laughs> that one is going to miss. So go ahead and give me your crit damage. All right, so, All right, so 19, nineteen, and then uh, I get my hunter's mark. Kill him, Jamie! Kill him! <laughs> were Were you quoting uh, Cat Williams just now? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> it's a one on the hunter's mark, so twenty total. Ooh, that hunter's mark is is that good? Uh, so the first hit, I was aiming straight at his like chest, like just square right center mass. Uh, you know, just took a big chunk out of his chest, and then I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna go for the the same same shot on the other side of his chest, and I just whizzed it right over his shoulder. <laughs> 
you hit him right in the fucking nipple for a good solid 20 points of damage and then zing the other shot. And he goes, snakes don't have nipples, fuckers. (laughs) (laughs) We're reptiles. I thought that was just Dragonborn. And then that will bring us to Todd. It's Todd. Get him, Todd. Yeah. So uh, I should be close enough to quietly paddle up next to him. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to give me a stealth roll to see if you could fucking commando paddle. No. (laughs) No, you give me a stealth roll right now, motherfucker, to see if you can commando paddle up. You said it. You roll it. (laughs) Here you go. Oh, yeah. Credit where credit's due. With an 18, that is a pretty stealthy paddle. (laughs) All right. Now, what are you doing? All right. You know what is going on. It's just a uh, ghost blade. Echo. Okay. Roll to hit. 28. Ooh. That will hit. A lot of dice for 14. All right. Offhand. 20. That'll hit. A lot of dice. One. One. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Sneak attack only works once. Wait, is it even possible for him to only do one damage? Oh, yeah. He doesn't get ability mod to it. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Not with yeah, the offhand. No. Nope. Yeah, carry on. As I slowly creeped up to him, I uh, paddled up to him. I came with just a a, a swipe, just a quick swipe to where the nipples of a snake would be. (laughs) (laughs) And I just slash him. And then I break out my offhand and I kind of just glancing blow, just a glancing with the offhand. It's because we're reptiles. We're not mammals. What the fuck, guys? This is giving me some real fucking identity confusions. All right. Since I did a stealth check, I don't. I can't hide. There's no hiding. No, there's no hiding in the fucking river, dude. And I'm gonna say you can't even paddle away. (laughs) I can't. You used your offhand attack. You're not gonna put your swords up and get your kayak paddle out. I know. I know. I let you do a two-handed attack, even though you still have your kayak paddle. Fate, you are in the water. What are you up to? So the question is, does Fate know where Snake Man is right now? Oh, yeah. Snake Man's visible in between you guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. Build a house, Snake Man. Build a house. <laughs> <laughs> Snake chesticles are out. <laughs> then we are casting Hold Person, and hopefully that works. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Sound strategy. What happens? Is it possible to upcast Hold Person? To hold them even more? Yeah, it just adds more people. Adds more people, yeah. No, it just adds more people, yeah. So no, yeah, just whole person on him. Yeah. So he's got to be DC 16. He will not. Don't, don't do it. Don't you dare. He has advantage on uh, saving throws against spells. Wait, what? Why? Son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Failed it twice. Oh. That's, that's one. Oh, yep. He is held. Yes. Got him. And he starts sinking to the bottom of the river since he can't do the weird coiling water treading that he was doing. Does he just, does he just drown? Oh, so he's drowning? <laughs> All right. And so I swim where I'm getting to the edge of the bank, riverbank and running again. Let's see what swim speed is. It's 20. I think it's like half your regular move. Yeah, so it's half your movement speed, basically. Um, so, yeah, the riverbank is 40 feet away. Okay. So you can get half halfway there. Feet. All right. So then, yeah, I'll, I'll go as far as I can, and that'll be that. Okay. That brings us to Moyle. Moyle, Moyle will cast Pass Without Trace on everyone near him, including himself. Okay. And that will give... It's plus 10 to stealth. Which could help uh, Todd out. Yeah. The mists that have been kind of swirling around seem to get thicker in this area, and you guys 
guys have kind of an inky, shadowy mistiness surrounding you now. That brings us to Baba. Baba, this guy is sinking, but since because of the speed at which these rounds go, if you want to if you want to attack him, I'll say that you do have an attack on him. I will absolutely attack him. Okay, hang on real quick. Let me look at water combat. Water combat 5e. Bring a snorkel. Yeah, when making a melee attack, a creature that doesn't have a swimming speed has disadvantage on the attack roll unless the weapon is a dagger, javelin, short sword, spear, or trident. Any ranged attack automatically misses beyond the weapon's normal range. Creatures that are fully immersed in water have fire damage. So yeah, man, since you're using a spear, I will say you were able to tre- tread water and stab out with him, for sure. And I have advantage. Yep, and it auto crits if you hit. Yes, it does. What happened? Where, where'd that come from? Because he's paralyzed. Because he's held. Oh. Being paralyzed, no, not good. <laughs> oh, shit. Ooh. Ooh, I don't know if you're going to slip past his armor with that one, man. He, even with advantage, you aren't able to get past his, his scales. You just don't have the full strength of your arm behind the attack. Whack. Second attack. That'll hit. Cool. 18. Yeah, so 18 total. Okay. And I will feline agility and swim as fast as I can to get to the edge. Okay. 45 get me to the edge. 45 gets you to the edge. All right, then that will bring us back around to the top of the order, which is Snake Guy's turn. He's going to try and make his saving throw to break out. Mm. Oof. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Oof. Even with advantage, he is still held. So he sinks down. Does he breathe underwater or does he, is he just amphibious? I don't think they are. I don't see that he breathes underwater. So that's going to be bad for him if he stays under. Now, so good news is, He's in bad shape. He is holding his breath. (laughs) But you guys, in order to attack him now, will need to swim down to attack him. Arrow is not going to do anything then. Is he is he visible? Um, let's see how fast you sink <laughs> per round. You can still cast him. Does a dude have magical means? Magical beans to like raise him out the water, <laughs> just like a beanstalk. You know, magical means. Uh, I know. <laughs> I'm going to say he sinks at his normal half his normal movement speed. But he came out of the water. Into the canoe, which he then capsized and went back into the water. So he's sinking at 20 feet per turn. So he is resting on the bottom. If he's on his tail and he's 10 feet, so he's only 10 feet. Moyle, it's dark. (laughs) We've established that it is dark and misty. And you just brought in some extra mystical darkness. Y'all can't fucking see him unless you want to swim underwater after him. Do we just let him drown? Yes. I mean, I don't I don't think I could do much to him. Uh, I was going to see if I could cast spike growth, but it has to be on the ground. So it's not going to help me. We let him drown. So yeah, I'm just gonna move towards the move towards the the land as much as I can, and then I will be. All right. So now I gotta look up cons. How long can you hold your breath? Because <laughs> I can probably swim down there and get him a give him a good stab. No, don't don't do that. Mm-mm. Don't do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dash. I need you to do what you call bring in your ass. That's what you need to do. <laughs> Short sword, Todd. Todd. Here is the sound of the DM trap being said again. Todd, short sword is one of the weapons that works underwater. Yes, yes, but I need to know. I need to know what's the drowning thing. Like, so if he breaks constitution on his next one, is he alive? Like, what? Yep. All right. So a character can hold their breath for a number of minutes equal to their constitution modifier. This guy has a constitution modifier of plus three, so he can hold his breath for three minutes. What's the duration on hold person fate? Uh, a while, but hold on, let me pull it up. I believe it's a minute. And he gets a saving throw at advantage every round. Oh, it is up to a minute. That was up to an hour. Okay. Right, but he'll also have been sinking for a minute. He's got to come back up, too. 
<laughs> it ain't that deep. Yeah, Moyle went out of his way to establish it's not that deep. So he'll be able to get back up the first round. I'm stabbing him. <laughs> so, Todd, you will be able to swim down and attack. Give me an attack roll. Am I on the bank now then? Yeah. Does Todd go down with a knife in between his teeth? Like a skin diver? Yeah, like a skin diver. No, Todd is like got it in his hand, just one hand swimming. It, it, it looks amazing if you were down there, but y'all can't see it. That's true. We cannot. <laughs> Probably doing the doggy paddle down. Probably for the best. 28. That will hit. And you will get sneak attack damage. And crit. And auto crit. Oh, fuck. Yeah. He's rolling 8d8 right now. Jesus Christ. Or is no, just 86. Yeah, so here comes another one. That's so throw that one in there and then here, here's this one for the crit. Mm, that is 20 plus 20 plus 21. 21. Yeah, 41. 41. 41. That go ahead and give me your second attack. Murder him. Finish stabbing. That will hit. Go ahead and give me your auto crit damage on that. So that's just 2d6. Nine. For a whopping total of 50 points of damage on that turn. So I'm going down there, like, and underwater, I'm surprisingly a lot faster than I, than I look. Y'all can't really see it, but I'm like a dart shooting at him. So I'm like <laughs> holding the, 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 the sword with two hands as I kick really fast with my feet because we've established I'm pretty fast. So I just <laughs> peer straight through him and then I float up victorious. You guys are hanging out on the edge of the bank talking about how uh, this feels a lot like your first outing into the woods against those kobolds and that wolf that Todd says he killed really badassly but he fucking <laughs> won't shut the fuck up about but you guys didn't see so you really don't think happened when Todd reemerges from the water. Yeah. Did you get him? Oh, oh it's dead. You don't see the like the, the swell of blood that's coming up out of the water? Yeah that was me. I just assumed you stabbed yourself Todd. <laughs> I I assumed it was you that was not coming back up, so I'm glad that you're back. I thought we were going to have to go Ricky Bobby and use another knife to get the knife out of your leg. <laughs> <laughs> Faye tosses Moyle a, a gold coin because he lost the bet. Listen, listen. Guys, when you know when it comes to killing, you know who to call. Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> the T to the O double D. <laughs> That's not that. It's not at work. T to the double O D. <laughs> Old Tude. Dude. <laughs> no, T-O-double-D. You heard me. You heard me. You saw it. He's dead. Don't worry about it. He's dead, don't. Guys, you guys can run on the banks. Don't worry. I, I handled everything. Take your word for it. He's dead, right? <laughs> what do you think happened down there? He's, I don't see a body. And he just dumped over our canoe, right? He didn't break it. Well, you guys can swim out and grab it and hop back in and continue on your way. Uh, so I have one gold now. You have one gold. You have one gold. That was a risky bet to make with no fucking money. Uh, <laughs> I didn't make. Well, I don't remember making a bet, that, was, but I'll take the gold. Yeah, no, the, you don't want to know what would have happened if you would have lost. There was in trade. <laughs> oh yeah, oh no. So go ahead and give me the next survival roll. Eldred, is this one? This one's not a disadvantage again, is it? No, no, no. This is a regular, just flat roll. I thought. I thought he already passed his third. Mm-mm, no, you guys have passed one and failed one. No, we, we missed that one. Failed two. No. <laughs> oh my God. Failed two, failed three. <laughs> What's the fa- passing thing? Is it 10? Or- it's 15 on the second one, right? Jesus Christ. Give me a D100 roll, Eldrin. Why didn't we bring Moyle? What? what what's <laughs> Moyle thought that the ship that was coming was a ship gifted by Rallishaw. Uh, 76. Oh, God. Okay. You guys are paddling down the river, and as you continue throughout the day, 
the river begins to branch left and right, and the cypress trees begin to just kind of encroach on the banks pretty heavily. And the moss is hanging down so heavily, it's hard to see where Eldrin is leading you a little bit. Um, but you begin to start to hear a little bit of a weird noise. And as you guys kind of push out through this this cluster of overhanging vines, the stream that you guys are paddling it down rockets forward. And that sound might have been a waterfall, but there's not a waterfall. It just appears as if gravity in the area, I'll say 35 feet in front of you guys, has reversed. And now the river is shooting up into the sky in front of you. And that strange inversion has created, because like there's not a waterfall. You can look forward and see that if the gravity was not fucked up, this river would still be going on straight, fine, normal. But now it's created this reverse waterfall into the sky. And you guys are pulled into the momentum as now there suddenly is a current or being dragged forward at a breakneck pace. So everybody who is piloting a vehicle give me a we're gonna say athletics check to paddle to the shore to get out of the way mm, all right 20 20s for me and jamie so eldrin and eldrin and todd just zip 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 right over to the shore 13 oh, <laughs> oh no moil brad three twenties. eldrin baba and fucking todd all right so moil you uh, unfortunately are not able to get to the shore before you're sucked up into this thing and you go up and then it's stuck and up and and, and they stay there and up and and he stayed there about 80 feet up the gravity reverts back to normal you guys standing next to the river are just blasted as the water comes gushing down and fills back into the river and moyle you are falling from the sky feather fall of course <laughs> Do a flip. Wait, but but dramatically, I I put it on at the last second. Oh boy. Okay, then give me a Arcana check to make sure that you time it correctly. Arcana or religion, whichever you would prefer. I'll let you do religion since it's a cleric spell. Wait, why don't you just do religion? All right, I'll do religion. You have a religion bonus, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a bonus in either, but I got a 16 in religion. You're able to kick it on at the last minute and drift dramatically to the ground. But you're a cleric without... Rel- yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that matches for his character, let's be honest. <laughs> also, isn't this the rogue that doesn't have any bonuses to stealth or whatever? No, I do have I'm plus 10 in stealth. That is also, no, he has stealth, but doesn't use it. No, he's got expertise in it. He just never uses <laughs> yeah, it. Plus yeah, no, it's, it's, it's worse than that. Never uses it. Right, right. And the bonus for religion is intelligence. So it does work. <laughs> give, give me a uh, another survival roll, guys. That's you, Eldra. 20. Yay. Okay. There we go. Sorry about that. That'll be a pass. Give me a D12 roll. Two. That can't be good. Give me your uh, next survival roll. 25. Nice. All right. And then give me a, a D10 roll. Another two. <laughs> All right, so you guys, uh, after the the crazy harrowing upwards waterfall, are able to continue to navigate further in to and deeper into the swamp. Eventually, finding at the end of the day a slight little island in the stream, surrounded by uh, cypress trees and cypress knots that looks like it would make a secure camping area. And it's something about it, just much like that very first area, radiated gloom and kind of a threatening feel. You begin to feel almost an overworldly sense of peace here. Eldrin, you get a little bit of a tinge of your extra dimensional sense, but something of perhaps 
of not the Fae, not the Shadowfell, but something more peaceful, something you've legitimately never felt before. Because remember, this this dimension doesn't have access to the higher planes per R and Gene. But this this place looks amazing, and there's two things that stand out, especially to Moyle. On this big island, to the kind of the left of center, is a bubbling, not a sulfur spring, a hot spring would be out of place, but this is just amazing effervescent pool of water, perfect for soaking in. And to the right, there is a cluster of these fist-sized mushrooms that are growing up out of the ground. I run to the uh, to grab a bunch of mushrooms. Of course you do. Uh, <laughs> remove my blue cloth and uh, soak into and jump into the springs. Give me a d12 roll. Eight. Herpes. You can harvest eight doses from the mushrooms. All right, let me put that in my newly emptied kisa. <laughs> As you soak down into the into the spring moil, you feel all the tension from the day just melt out of you. You feel at peace. You feel almost as free as a bird soaring through the skies. So when you stand up and are covered with shimmering golden feathers, <laughs> it just feels right. And you will be covered with these feathers for the next four days. And they do actually give you a plus one bonus to your armor class. So if anybody else would like to bathe and be covered with a glowing coat of golden feathers, any unarmored person who chooses to do so would get a plus one bonus to the armor class. But Moyle basically looks like a giant golden big bird. No, <laughs> take a pass on the golden feathers. Yeah, yeah, on the big bird, the golden big bird. And then let me know who wants to eat the mushrooms. Do we have to eat them now or can we stash them? You, you won't know what they do until you eat them. I will tell you that much. That, that might be fine. Is it the same for everyone that eat, like every single one that eats, or is it random? Like each time you eat one, it's a random thing. I will say there is one effect, but there is a random element. Oh, so so I ate one, so I'm down to seven bunches of mushrooms. Okay, so then give me a D100 roll. More. <laughs> okay, do we want to wait for fate? What are we waiting on fate for? I just I just assumed because I was already in the tub spring, excuse me, and got the feathers that I because I, I know Moyle would have eaten it. Just as soon as taking that first. Ah. So Moyle shrinks in size to half size. He goes from a medium-sized creature to a small-sized creature. Tell the spell ends, which, let me see what the duration on these things are. One hour. He will have disadvantage on strength checks and strength savings throws. Your Any weapons you might have also shrink to match your new size. All right, so these mushrooms are very much, sometimes they make you larger, sometimes they make you smaller. Similar to the potions of enlarge, reduce, these are mushrooms of enlarge, reduce. And there's a 50-50 shot when you eat it that'll either give you the enlarge spell, which doubles your size and gives you a strength advantage and extra damage, or shrink you in size, giving you a potential... Role play advantage being half size or a penalty. Eldrin uh, has wants nothing to do with eating them right now because he's got shit to do. Uh, but he is going to take one and stash it in his pack. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you're, that's something you're going to have to work out with Moyle. <laughs> Who is uh, this? How tall is Moyle normally, Andrew? Six five, six eight. So th- uh, three foot four. Big Bird Moyle has got those pile of mushrooms next to him in the hot tub. I'm going to need you to go and have a conversation with him. I'm just going to take one. Just going to take one. Moyle, can I take one of these for later? Get your own. Can I go over and harvest one of my own? Are there any left? Yeah, I'll let you grab one. Sure. All right. I'm grabbing one. All 
right, guys. And I think that's a good stopping point as we finish our fourth day in the swamp. Hold on now. After a little bit. I want to see what fate gets. Wait, what, is, what, is, what am I rolling? I'm not rolling. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, Eldrin. I want to see what Eldrin gets. He's consuming him now, right? No, no he's not eating no. now. What? No, I'm saving this for later. Yes. <laughs> potentially use in some other situation that makes sense. <laughs> and well, it it tastes delicious, but you do it does not get you high. Yeah, it got me short. Very good, very well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> hey. <laughs> You know, it takes a big person to make a mistake, internalize the lessons that that mistake teaches you, and make yourself a a better human being. But Moyle is a dragonborn, not a human. And spoiler alert, there's more to come. So hey, with that one in the tank, it's time to thank our Patreon supporters to show off what they got for supporting the Party of Five. So thank you to... Don't use good yarn on bad conspiracies. Luke Nolan and our newest Todd supporter, Miles. You couldn't hear because he was so deep underwater. But when he speared that snake man, he whispered your names. Brian, Dreken, Eric, Ken, Korobe, Nikki, Lady Kiva Lagos is my spirit guide, Zork Fox. Moyle may be naked, but with your support, at least he knows he's not alone. And normally, he's the one who has to pay money to not be alone when he's naked. Jogan, Yogan, Hogan, Saganadal, Thomas, Jacob, know that your support means Eldrin's dedicated to shooting the first snake nipple you can point at. Bill, know that fate casting hold person on you is just his emotionally distant way of giving you the hug you deserve for being his supporter. And finally, last but certainly not least, Matt and Lee, Baba absolutely is at your beck and call for a piggyback anytime you need one. And a special shout out to those guys for participating in their first Join the Party adventure last week. Uh, Matt and Dave got to go on a canonical one shot with the cast of the Party of Five, which will impact the game world for being such fantastic supporters. They were an absolute joy to play with. They did a fantastic job being thrown in the weird whack ass scenario that I threw them in. And while they weren't ultimately completely successful, they weren't completely a failure either. So, man right there grabbing mediocrity right from the jaws of victory and the jaws of defeat to maintain the status quo are two gentlemen who are absolutely welcome at our table next time around. Fantastic guys. We all had a blast doing it and look forward to the next opportunity. So what does this fine, and we do mean fine, group of individuals get for their support? Well, access to special video content like Challenge of the Challenge ratings, a PvE survival slog where we see who can last the longest against an onslaught of increasingly deadly creatures uh, to determine who is the toughest and of the frailest, because on this podcast we crown winners and losers uh, amongst the party of five. The Hunter's Party, a supernatural rewatch show with a D&D homebrew twist. Um, they're also going to get extra world lore episode outtakes, the MVP after show, list Listener polls, swag, and as I just mentioned a moment ago, even a chance to play at the table with the party of five. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash GMDLcast for more details. But look, things are still weird. We're going into the holiday season. You're going to be spending a lot of your time trying to chase down and find a gift that's actually available for your loved ones. We understand if you can't support financially right now, but you can still help the party of five. Tell somebody about the show. Word of mouth is a huge part of the growth of a new show. Nearly one in five listeners start a new podcast based on the recommendations of a friend, relative, or coworker. One in five. 
take that away would be like losing one of the party of five like Moyle. And look, how are Githyanki space pirates going to get their cocaine without Moyle? How are they going to do it? Are they going to get it on the street? That's not good. That's not good for anybody. So spread the word. We sincerely appreciate you helping get the word out. That's going to do it for this one. Thanks again, everybody, and hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs>